So I've got a question that could potentially scare the bejesus out of you. Do you know what the revenue ceiling is for your membership business? And have you even contemplated that there would be such a thing, that there would be a ceiling on how much revenue your membership could make? If you hadn't, this episode is going to blow your mind. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. This is episode 293 and I'm your host Mike Morrison here to dispense some membership wisdom. Now, we're big fans of the American version of The Office, perhaps even more so than the UK version, which is almost sacrilege for me to say. And there's a line in the finale of The US Office from a character called Annie Bernard where he says... I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Now, it's a bit cheesy, but he has a point. And when it comes to your membership, wouldn't you want a way to know whether you're in the good old days of your membership, or more specifically, wouldn't you want to know if you were at the absolute peak of your membership's potential? at the ceiling of how much revenue and how many members your membership is capable of getting. Wouldn't you want to know that? And wouldn't you want to know that now? Rather than realizing much further down the line that your best days are behind you and your membership is on the decline. Boy, this episode got depressing fast, right? Because I'm betting a lot of you listening haven't even considered the possibility that there might be a ceiling to your membership's revenue, a limit on how far your membership can go, how many members it can attract, and how much money it can make. But the harsh fact is, this ceiling exists for all of us. And I'm going to walk you through the math on how to figure out what your ceiling is, and indeed, whether you've already hit it, and those good old days are behind you. But just to reassure you, that I'm also going to discuss what you can do to raise that ceiling and why it's not the end of the world. So don't switch off this episode halfway through in despair if you realize that you've already reached your peak. The great thing with memberships is that there's a lot of cliff to walk back on if things aren't going the way that you want them to go. And there's a lot of scope to make adjustments that will increase your revenue ceiling. So let's just pull that band-aid off and calculate what your revenue ceiling is. This is how you do that. First, you want to take the average number of new members that you get signing up to your membership per month. Then multiply that number by your monthly subscription price. Again, you you can use an average here, and if you charge annually, or maybe you have a monthly and an annual plan, Take the annual charge divided by 12 to get that average monthly revenue per member. Then you want to divide that number, so that monthly new revenue, divide that by your monthly churn rate. That is going to give you your revenue ceiling. 
So if you get 20 members per month and you charge $40 a month, then that new monthly revenue is $800. Those 20 new signups within that month give you an extra 800 bucks. And if your churn rate is 5%, you divide that $800 by 5% or 0.05, and that gives you your revenue ceiling of $16,000 per month. Now that could be good news or bad news. Context really matters here. If you're currently earning $500 per month from your membership, then if you keep up those levels of sales and churn, you're going to triple your revenue potentially before things start to flatten out a little bit. But if you're already at $15,000 per month and you're wondering why your month-on-month growth seems to have stalled, then it's because you're right there. You're just below that ceiling when things start evening off. So again, average number of new members per month multiplied by your monthly fee. That's how much new revenue you are adding to your membership every month. Then divide that by your churn rate. That's your revenue ceiling. And if you head to themembershipguys.com slash 293, then you'll see this uh, written out so you can calculate it. And we'll maybe even see if we can throw a little interactive calculator up on that page too. So average new members a month multiplied by the monthly fee divided by your churn rate. That's your revenue ceiling, or in other words, the point where the value of members you lose is equal to the value of members you bring in. To demonstrate that balancing out, let's just give another example. Let's say your churn rate is 10%, and you bring in 100 new members per month consistently. If your membership gets to 500 members, then that 10% churn rate means that you're losing 50 members per month. 10% of 500 is 50. So in each month, you're adding 100 new members, but you're losing 50 existing ones. Your membership is still growing because it's still going up by 50 members. 100 new ones in, 50 old ones out, your member numbers go up by 50. However, once your total active member base reaches 1,000 members, If you're still bringing in just 100 new members per month, well, now that 10% churn means you're also losing 100 members. Again, 10% churn, 10% of 1,000 is 100. So you're losing as many members as you're bringing in. Your sales haven't changed, your churn hasn't changed, but what your churn means in terms of members you lose that increases as your member base increases, right? So you're hitting this ceiling where you're not really growing because you're losing as many as you bring in. It's evening out. And unless there's a change to your churn rate or a change to your sales, you're going to be stuck at that ceiling of 1,000 members. Every month, you'll get 100 new ones and you lose 100 old ones. And if you want to know the ceiling on your actual member numbers as opposed to revenue, then just remove revenue from the equation. So if you get 20 new members a month, divide that by your churn rate, so again, let's say 5%, that gives you a member ceiling of 400. So the most active members you're ever likely to have at one time is 400. Remember, that's not the total number of members you'll ever get, but it's the most that you'll have active and paying you at any one time. Now, I do need to emphasize that this is not an exact science. It's rare, very rare, 
very unlikely that you'll have the exact same number of member sales every month. Or even if you average out your member sales over a year, that that will be identical to the previous year or the year that follows. Same goes for your churn. You're not likely to get the same churn rate every month. There'll always be a bit of fluctuation. So depending on when you do this calculation, the ceiling will fluctuate. So we are working from averages here. And if you're selling annual memberships only, or maybe you've got a membership where the doors are closed year round and you get all of your sales in one or two big batches rather than every month, then obviously it's not as cut and dry as it would be if you're using monthly sales and churn figures. So you'll probably need to look at this calculation on a yearly basis rather than monthly. So how many new members do you get on average within a given year? multiplied by the revenue per member, divided by your annual churn rate. That's going to give you your ceiling. And again, if you're starting to find this a little confusing, it can be difficult to, you know, do math in an audio-only <laughs> broadcast channel. Um, head over to themembershipguys.com slash 293 and we have this mapped out for you and we'll get an interactive calculator that will help you with these calculations. But if you do the math and the ceiling that you're coming out with is less than where you are right now. So maybe you're earning 20000 a month, you do the math and it tells you your ceiling is 18000 and you think, huh, Mike thinks he knows how to do math, but obviously he's wrong. Actually, what that likely means is you've already hit the ceiling and you're currently in the midst of a decline. Most likely, it'll mean that maybe your sales or your churn rates have dropped recently and if you don't reverse the drop in sales or the increase in churn, then your monthly revenue will likely continue to decrease until it evens out at that lower ceiling. So in this case, the ceiling becomes a floor. Have I bummed you out yet? Have I ruined your day? If I have, I'm truly, truly sorry. But you guys are going to benefit from knowing this because it means you can be better equipped to deal with it. Now, I'm sure, you know, I'm talking about this as a big negative, but I'm sure that some of you will be really excited now because perhaps you're early in your journey and this is giving you an idea of how much earning potential you have. If you're earning $500 a month for your membership and I'm here telling you that you're going to max out at $20,000, you might be as happy as a clam to learn that that's where you are heading. But for those of you who have been at this a little longer, maybe you're realizing that the peak isn't too far away or worse, it's behind you. Now, as crazy as this may sound, that's not necessarily a bad thing, knowing that you have a ceiling and even knowing that you are already at the ceiling isn't necessarily a bad thing because at least you know, at least you're informed. You know what you're working with and now you can make more informed decisions about whether it's worth investing time and energy into trying to change something that actually can't really be changed. You might have spent ages banging your head off your desk trying to figure out why your monthly revenue isn't going up despite your sales being steady. It might just be that you've done all you can. And if you know that, then at least you can then make a decision to potentially focus your attention elsewhere. So you keep the machine running that will keep your membership at that ceiling and then you allocate the time that you'd been spending trying to figure out new ideas to increase revenue in your membership. 
you allocate that to focusing on adding additional revenue streams or even just taking some time away, reducing your own working hours. And actually that is something that is underrated that people don't think about. If you are putting 50 to 60 hours into your membership right now and you're at a ceiling where you're making $15,000, $20,000 per month, but half of your time is spent trying out new things, desperately trying to increase and grow your revenue, which might be fruitless because you might be at the ceiling. If you can half your working hours, then all of a sudden you go from inputting 50 hours to earn $20,000, cutting that back to earning $20,000 for working 20 hours a week, right? Again, so every gain, every benefit in your membership as it relates to growth doesn't have to be about increasing the bottom line. If you can actually get to a place where you're effectively earning more for the time you are putting in, even if the amount of revenue doesn't go up, if you're putting in half as much time to achieve the same amount of revenue, then that's a win. That's a big, big win. So knowing that you have a ceiling or knowing that you've hit that ceiling can actually be a good thing. Because the reality is every membership and every subscription has a ceiling. Every single membership, every single subscription company. Netflix has this ceiling. Dollar Shave Club has this ceiling. Membership Academy has this ceiling. Some ceilings are way, way higher than others. Some might only be reached after 50, 60, 100 years in business. But unless you have zero churn, and that's like not a thing, there's always going to be a point where things balance out. So how do you combat this? Well, you can't get rid of the ceiling, but you can certainly take steps to try to raise it. Ultimately, what we're talking about when we say revenue ceiling or we say member ceiling, active member ceiling, is the point where the scales are balanced between the members you get and the members you lose. When you attract more members and more revenue than you lose, your monthly revenue goes up. When you lose more than you win, your monthly revenue goes down. And when the two are balanced, when they are identical, they cancel each other out. So if you want to raise your ceiling, you need to tip those scales in your favor. Increasing membership sales will do that. That's obvious, right? Attract more members than you lose. Reducing churn will also tip the scales in your favor. Lose fewer members than you're attracting. Raising prices for new customers or introducing upsells, bringing in additional tiers to your memberships or additional membership levels, that will raise the revenue ceiling even if the customer ceiling doesn't go up because it means the average revenue per member that you win will be higher than the average revenue per member that you lose. So if you're losing 100 members who are paying you $20 per month, but you're replacing them with 100 members who are paying you $40 per month, then again, those scales are tipped a little more in your favor, not in terms of number of members, but in terms of what those members are actually adding to your month-to-month -month revenue. That will push your revenue ceiling up a little bit higher. And of course, 
looking at other ways in which you can increase member lifetime value. So any additional revenue streams, live events, coaching. We talked about stuff like that last week on the Membership Guys podcast. And we have a podcast back in episode 61, I believe, where we talked about ways in which you can add additional revenue streams into your membership business. All of this stuff can increase the average member lifetime value. So even if you don't raise the revenue ceiling within your membership itself, you can be increasing the amount of revenue that you generate from each customer through other revenue streams. So your membership itself isn't necessarily making more money, but your business as a whole is. And what what you're changing there essentially is the percentage of your overall revenue that is generated from your membership. And this is why we're saying knowing what that ceiling is, knowing what that peak is, can be a good thing. It can be a liberating thing. It can be a focusing thing that essentially gives you permission to say, okay, why are we dedicating all of this energy, all of these resources to trying to move what is clearly an immovable object? Instead, instead of focusing 100% on the membership, let's focus 20% on something else. And let's just scale back a little on what we're doing in the membership in the knowledge that that can keep going, that can keep ticking on at that revenue ceiling and you can enhance the overall business revenue through other means that will complement the membership. And of course, if you're looking to increase your member signups, increase member sales, improve your churn, we've got a whole bunch of resources at themembershipguys.com and the best stuff, obviously, is inside membershipacademy.com. All this stuff will help you to bring up your sales, bring down your churn and tip those scales in your favor. Again, you're not going to eradicate that ceiling, but we can certainly raise the roof and raise the potential we could be generating from our membership. And ultimately, this is all stuff you should be doing anyway. You should be striving to find ways in which to raise your sales, ways in which to bring churn down. But if you're doing the absolute best you can, you know, if your churn is 2%, you're probably not going to be able to bring that down to 1% because 2% is already phenomenal. And the amount of energy and effort that might be needed to bring 2% churn down to 1% might not actually be worth it in the end. If you were to divert that energy into something else, you could potentially generate more revenue from that other thing than you're likely to generate by increasing the ceiling a little bit. Same for sales. If you know you are killing it on membership sales, you know there's literally nothing else that you could do rather than constantly trying to find new things and failing over and over again, just accept that, you know what, this machine is running as best as it possibly can. And that is fantastic because I know that this part of the machine is working and I can assign the amount of energy and time needed to keep it going. But the other time I was using to try and grow something that really can't be grown beyond where it is now, now this gets put elsewhere. So this is all stuff that you should be doing and having the awareness of there being a revenue ceiling and an active member ceiling in your membership, it really puts everything into a different context because it's very easy to get to a place where you're bringing in a couple of hundred new members per month and you're seeing your revenue going up and up and up. You're seeing your active member count going up and up and up and you're satisfied because at the same time your churn rate 
is holding steady. That's fantastic. That's worth celebrating. But you can't rest on your laurels. You can't look at that and say, hey, we're growing by 25% month on month. That means in a year's time, if that keeps up, we'll be here. We'll be making this much money. In two years' time, here's how much we'll be making. Five years down the line, we're all going to be mega rich. Because if you're not moving the needle with sales or with churn, that ceiling is going to come. That 25% month on month growth will become 24%, 23%, 20, 15, 10, 5. And all the while, you're going to be wondering what the hell is happening. Because sales have stayed steady. Churn is still nice and low, but growth is slowing to a halt. So just knowing that there is a ceiling and using that as a kick up the butt, motivation to not get complacent and to know whether you're in the good old days or whether you've left them behind. And on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. I hope it hasn't bummed you out too much. That's something I've been very mindful of when planning this episode, because especially if, you know, things are going really, really well, as we talked about, you might be in that place where your sales are where you want them to be, churn's great, and you're just scaling this membership at a rate that might be beyond your wildest dreams from when you very first started out. And so I hate to be the buzzkill who comes along and says, well, you know, that'll probably even out and here's how to calculate. It's, it's like those old things. Remember when um, everyone started getting the internet in school or in the office? And I think pretty much everyone at one point back in those early days of the internet will have done that quiz that tells you the day you're going to die. <laughs> and obviously it's nonsense, right? It's rubbish. Basically what I've just done is told, is helped you figure out the day your membership, not the day it dies, but the day your growth dies, right? And I feel bad about that now. I've realized that that has essentially been what this episode has done. However, giving you that knowledge and knowing that uh, there's things that you can do to either move the needle in your membership to raise that ceiling or just that the knowledge that you may, you know, have this point at which it, it, you can view it not as a ceiling. It's essentially the most optimal performance your membership will reach. If you get to that point, then you know your membership is firing on all cylinders. It's working as best as it possibly can. Just that knowledge can free up so much time, so much bandwidth, so much energy and eradicate the frustration that can come from thinking that you've done something wrong because your membership growth is slowing. Chances are you're just reaching the natural ceiling and you are maxing out the potential your membership has. And that could just be the sign that you just start incorporating other elements into your business so that while your membership might not grow beyond where it is now, your business can. So that is it from me. Be sure to head over to themembershipguys.com forward slash 293. Those are the numbers 293, not the words. And you will get a whole write-up of today's episode. We'll also, of course, have the calculation to work out your membership ceilings. And we will try our utmost to actually embed a little interactive calculator on the show notes page so you can work all this stuff out yourself. If this was your first time listening to the podcast, 
I feel a little bad that this is your first taste, but hopefully you enjoyed the show enough to hit that subscribe button to make sure that you do not miss a single weekly dose of proven practical tips and advice for your membership business. If you're a long-term subscriber, you know I love you, you know I appreciate you. If you have a spare minute, once this episode is done, it would mean the absolute world to me, to Callie, to the whole Membership Guys team, if you could take the time to leave a nice positive review about the show, about how it's helped you, about what you enjoy about the show, not only will that let us know that we're doing something right, it'll also help us to reach more people to help more people to be successful with memberships and to make a bigger difference in the world. And that is what we're all about. All right, that is it from me. I'm out of here and I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast.